At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome into the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss with Matt Humans in all week for Paulie Howard as uh, we round out this week uh, from downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort at Casino in big time fashion as uh, Nigel Seeley joins the, the show coming up in 45 minutes. We'll get his best bets or bets on uh, the Euro 20 championship game coming up on Sunday. Uh, also, if any, he likes anything early today in Wimbledon, Jordan Sherwood and Lou Finicaro today on the UFC. Uh, sports better, VEASAN contributor William Hill, and uh, former three-time NBA champion Bruce Bowen on the show in two hours to talk NBA Finals, Matt. And uh, the Bucks are down two games to none as the series will now shift back to Milwaukee for games three and four. And after that first quarter when they led, but they allowed eight three-pointers of the Suns last night, and we'll get into the new series price, the game three numbers, all that kind of stuff, but... They just, I mean, that was all Phoenix then, beyond that. I mean, to get outscored by 14 points in the second quarter, and then for Giannis, who was completely hobbled to come into the series, for him to be by far and away your best player and oh, basically right. the only guy to show up is totally unacceptable. He's putting up 40 points, and the Bucs are still get, getting blown out. Yep. You know, And that's uh, the big problem with uh, last night was, again, the one guy of the big three who shows up as the one who came into the series with a hyperextended left knee. We thought he might not even play until game three. It's uh, The second quarter was a debacle for the Bucks last night, and um, that's where they lost the game, plain and simple. I mean, it's, um, I think, got to be somewhat discouraging because 
you don't have any faith that this team at this point can win games on the road in this series. Mm-hmm. And now you got to go home and, and win two, or essentially you're finished. Uh, I don't think you could be too optimistic about Milwaukee's chances at this point. And I don't like to overreact within a series because things can change quickly. But I just don't see, Mitch, I just don't see any traits uh, within the Bucks offensively or defensively, to tell me that this team's going to rebound in a big way and, and come back and win four of the next five and win this series. No, neither do I. But you know what? I have doubted this team a lot so far in the playoffs, and they did surprise me by making it all the way here. I think the one thing about that, though, is they made it here by beating really flawed or injured yeah. teams in the Eastern Conference. Yep. You know, and, and I, I think about that because let's say the Sixers would have gotten past the Hawks in the seventh game do the Bucks get by the 76ers in the Eastern Conference? Because <laughs> at that at that point, I know it's a total unknown because what's the status for Embiid? Because maybe he can't go in a full series, or maybe he's at 75% mm-hmm. because he was dinged up a little bit in the series against the Hawks. So maybe they do survive against the 76ers, but we're still in the same spot then at that point. Yeah, it's it's obvious the Bucks would not even be here if the Nets were at no. full strength. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I'm just not very optimistic about the Bucks' chances going forward, but I wasn't going into the series. I think... Last night was a spot where you expected the Bucks to show up, and they did in the first quarter. They did, yep. Uh, they uh, <clears throat> actually played really well in the first quarter, and you thought, okay, this is what I expect, which is why if you, if you bet the Bucks last night, and Aaron Renning was on the show with us yesterday talking about the first half bet, I guess you got to bet the first quarter and the first half. Yep, 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 that's pretty much how you do it. Updated series price, exact outcomes, and the Game 3 numbers coming up next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Phoenix Suns with a 118 108 win over the Milwaukee Bucks in game two of the NBA Finals. The Suns covered as four and a half point favorites, total 221, went over at 226. Game three, Sunday in Milwaukee, Bucks a three and a half point favorite, 222 and a half at the Fiserv Forum. PGA Tour, John Deere Classic, TPC Deer Run. Sebastian Munoz and Chesed Hadley share the opening round lead at 8 under. Munoz plus 750 to win the tournament. Hadley is 16 to 1. UFC 264 Saturday in Las Vegas. Dustin Poirier in the main event. Another 25 favorite over Conor McGregor plus 105. These in breaks down all the betting angles for UFC 264 from Las Vegas from the prelims to the main event featuring Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor. Get sharp betting analysis from the industry's top UFC handicappers, including analytical insight on every fighter and prop available on the card. vcin.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. VSIN is your betting headquarters for UFC 264. We're bringing you in-depth analysis of the McGregor Poirier uh, main event, plus key bouts on the undercard from our full team of experts, including Lou Finicaro, Reed Kuhn, and Jordan Sherwood. Sign up for the free VSIN newsletter to receive our digital guide and tune in Saturday at noon Eastern for First Strike, which is our live preview show with updates from all of our fight experts. Get everything you need for betting on UFC 264 and sign up now. For the free UFC 264 betting guide at vcin.com slash free. So here is your um, updated series price. 
Now the Suns lead two games to none. Here at Circa, Phoenix lane 455. The Bucks are plus 365 on the mm-hmm. take back. The game three number, Milwaukee four. Total is 222. And exact series outcome, Suns to win four games to one, plus 230. Suns in a sweep is four to one. More on that in a second. Suns four games to two, plus 450. Suns in seven, plus 425. I still stick with uh, Suns in six. I think the Bucks can win a couple games in this series, but uh, <clears throat> I don't think they can win the series, and yeah. that's the point. And, he, and here's the thing. If you do think nothing's going to change and the Suns take out the Bucks in four games, which I'm with you, Matt, I don't think that situation occurs. But if you if you like that, the Suns in a sweep, don't bet that number because if you do the rollover parlay, mm-hmm. it's, it's simple, right? It's a two-game rollover parlay. Not everybody's going to do this, obviously. But here in an isolated series like this when they play two games in like three nights – if you are just patient and do the rollover parlay, that'll pay 5-1. to one. Right, and a two-game rollover parlay is easy to do. Yes, it is. The thing, about, uh, the thing that annoys me when some guys talk about NCAA tournament odds and, you know, you should roll it over every game. Very few people are going to roll something over six games. Six games in a row yeah, is what it's yeah. going to take, sure. It, yeah. it, it takes a lot to do that, or even more than six games if you're talking about, uh, you know, s- scenarios in March. I just don't... Um, think many people bet that way mm-hmm. and it's easier it's a lot more convenient and saves you time just to put in one bet at 30 to one odds instead of rolling something over six times it sure is and trying to get 35 to one or whatever mm-hmm. you might be able to get but in this case it's easy to roll it over twice and that's a good point by you yeah sure because you know for march madness the example is just roll it over well a lot of people that come here still they might not have legal sports betting in their state and they come to las vegas for march madness they come out for one weekend so what do you want them to do you want them to then fly out the next weekend for the Sweet 16 and Elite 8, and then keep rolling it over. But a lot of people can't do that. So they'd rather put in a future ticket and then come out whenever they get to Vegas again and cash it if it's there for them. But this is a simple, like, Sunday-Tuesday connection where it's like, okay, one night, I'll be patient. I'll bet, you know, two nights later on, and you can easily do that for a two-team rollover parlay. Do you like this? Do you like the uh, the Suns in Game 3? I do not, actually. Okay, and I, I don't will, either. I, because I will say this, right? Um, if anybody steps up from Milwaukee... Other than, you know, Giannis last night, they probably win that game. And that's even with that team allowing the Suns to make 20 of 40 from downtown. This, who, who was the second best player from Milwaukee last night? Boy, it takes a long time to feel. Pat Connaughton, maybe. Yes, he was. Yeah. He was. Because he had four threes. He gave him some offense. And uh, I, w- I would say he's probably the second best. P.J. Tucker played a decent game, but mm-hmm. uh, he got off the hot start, didn't do much after that. It, it certainly wasn't Holiday. It certainly wasn't uh, any any other of the big three yeah. aside from the freak. No, it was not. And then, who played poorly for the Suns? Not, any anybody? Not, not too many guys, actually. <laughs> if you look at the Suns' box score, pretty much everybody in the game made a positive contribution. Yep. Yeah. Like everybody played well for the Suns, and you could say Giannis, and then one role player, one bench guy, played well for the Bucks, and they lost by ten points. And again, the Suns hit 20 or 40 from downtown, but that's who the Bucks are, right? I mean, they allow teams, and we've known this about, do you, by the way, do you mind, you asked me this earlier in the week. I'm, I'm from Wisconsin. You've brought it up a couple of times. Am I a Bucks fan? Can I sound like a Bucks fan here for two minutes? Yeah, put on your fan hat and give us sound <laughs> like a Bucks fan. This te- the Bucks are who we thought they were. Uh-huh. To, to quote the late, great Denny Green, this team is who we thought they were, but the Suns are not going to let them off the hook. Right. Uh, it is over. 
And by it's over, I don't mean this series. I mean, I'm talking about the chances for this team with the current makeup. I, you, you need to blow up everything. Get rid of Budenholzer. Uh, Middleton, you paid this guy $178 million to be the second best player in a potential championship team. This was the problem when you gave him that deal. First of all, it's almost immovable for a $178 million contract, but it's the NBA, so maybe things can happen. But he needs to play every night like he's the second best player on the team. He's too inconsistent. Drew Holiday, can you step up one time when it's a big spot? Once. Can you do that in the NBA Finals? Or are you going to shoot 25 times and make it four uh, from like eight feet and in? You gave up George Hill, Eric Bledsoe, and two first-round picks for this guy. And I'd, can I, I want to rescind that deal and have the other players come back for Drew Holiday. That's how bad you've been. So in the offseason, when you fire Budenholzer, I want to see moves made. I want to see Middleton move for somebody else, put together a package. I don't. It's a dream world right now, right? Lillard might be out there. Beal might be out there. Do something because you cannot win a title with the current makeup on this team. They're just they're not good enough. And then the bench beyond that, and what you had to give up for these other guys to bring in, it just it doesn't cut it, man. Um, and another and another note, as a guy from that state, this is your typical performance from from a Wisconsin team. I can go down the list and bore people for ten minutes if you want about the Packers, the Brewers, the Bucks, Wisconsin football, and Wisconsin basketball. They can get there. They can get close. But when it's for all the marbles, this is exactly what happens, and Can't they choke over the every top, single time. Right? No, they cannot get to the exa- they cannot get to the mountaintop. Yeah. Well, I thought the Wisconsin Badgers were going to get there in basketball before they got screwed by the officials in the game against Duke. But should have. That, that's a different story. Uh, I'll exhale now and take my uh, supposed Bucks hat off. Well, it's a, it's you're frustrated if you're from Wisconsin because you've seen this over and over again. And like yeah. Aaron Renning said last night, same old Bucks. And Is that what he texted you? Yeah, yeah. yeah same yeah, old box, okay. and, and and that's what that's exactly what we saw. Here, my problem with this, and I took uh, plus seven with the bucks and live wagering. Uh, it's like plus seven, plus one hundred five, and I thought, man, this is a great number. Yeah, you right. Know? And um, I just I have a problem with the bucks and how they don't play high IQ basketball. You know, you're attacking the paint and you're scoring, and you're building a lead and playing well, and then all of a sudden you stop attacking the paint and start launching threes. And then now late in the game, inside a minute, you're down 10 points. Why do you continually drive for two-pointers? Why do you continually drive for layups and then foul? You're fouling a team that's shooting 90-something percent from the free throw line. They're not going to miss free throws. You're not going to chop into the lead in the final minute by driving for layups. you got to shoot threes. You got to hit a three, get a steal, hit a three, yeah. and that's the only way you're going to win the game. This team's playing a low IQ basketball, and the coach just stands over there dazed and confused. Yep. I, I tell you, I saw people with tickets live wagering at plus nine and a half. You're following with like 20 seconds left, down by eight to send to the free throw line again. Yeah, and then you drive what? back down for a two pointer. For a two pointer again, yeah, for another lane. <laughs> what are you doing? What, what's happening here? And one time, that's all I'm asking for here. Can we have a shot during a timeout of Budenholzer getting in Giannis's face? And I right. want to read his lips, or I want to hear him say on a mic, Giannis, don't take another three. And like he's pointing in his face, and he, I want him to say to him, if you take another three, I'm calling a timeout, and I'm taking you out of the game. Why? Like, I want to... It's, it's very difficult for me to crush Giannis, mm-hmm. but man, he's got to realize that you can't do that anymore. I don't care if he makes one or two in the games. They're giving you 10 feet to shoot the ball on uh, for a reason. They're doing it on purpose. Don't take the shot. Drive to the lane, get contact, whatever. But also... When they build that wall up, I think it was right before, was it before halftime or was it the end of the third quarter? Now, I'm getting it mixed up. 
where Jan, they, they sick, like six seconds on the clock, and he drives a thousand miles an hour. I think it was right into Terry Craig, and he just lowers his shoulder. And of course, they call a charge on him. Mm-hmm. It's like Giannis, this has been happening now for three consecutive postseasons. You know what happens when you get in the paint? You can't you can't be a freight train anymore. You got to pull up at some point. You got so I want to sit here and say that he's got a terrible basketball IQ. I, can't, I, I don't want to go that far, though, to yeah, be honest, because he, the, the guy, he's too good, and he gives too much of an effort, and he's too important to the team. But it just little things like that really bother me with him, and I want the coach needs to step up and say something. He's not the perfect player. No, he's, he's not. He's not, he's not he's getting not. great coaching, and uh, that's a big problem. See, that's the thing with the, the Bulls in the late 90s. Phil Jackson would get in Michael Jordan's yeah, face. Yeah, right, correct. He'd get in Scottie Pippen's face, and that's what a great coach has to do, and that's what you need. Your superstars have to respect the coach. You think Giannis respects Bud? He He's not going to listen to anything the guy says. Yeah, He's like a substitute teacher. That's a great point because they showed a couple of times last night during timeouts in the yeah. huddle. There's no sign of Bud, and every player is sitting down on the chair. Giannis is standing up like this, and he's going around each and every single one of them. And he, he's the one doing the yelling. <laughs> yeah, Chris, I need you to do this out of the timeout, right? I'm going to be down low, Pat. Okay, then come over here after a screen. I'm going to hit you like this. He's dictating everything, and right. then late in the game, when, you know, he, he always, at the free throw line, he's always like, he's going to get the ball, and he goes, oh, he takes one of those big breaths, it's almost like a sigh. It's late third quarter, the, the, every time they try to hit him with a run, the Suns would come back, 5 nothing run just like that, right? It was going to a timeout, like, you could just see his body language, he's looking around, and you could see the doubt creeping in, like, I can't count on him, I can't count on him, he's, and he's like, I could see what he's thinking in his head, if, they, if there's a thought bubble, he's like, I'm screwed, I have no chance with these guys. It goes back to your original point when we started this discussion. That was the guy we had the most questions about coming into yeah, the series because he had, he had a hyperextended left knee, and we're not sure if he can play. What, what percentage is he going to be? 70%, 80%? I'll tell you what, 90% of uh, the freak is better than anybody else on that team by a long shot. And uh, he's the only guy who's made him competitive in this series. If he wasn't on the floor the past couple games, uh, what would the Suns have won by, 25? Oh, man. That's that's a good point. We'd be we would have witnessed two bloodbaths in the first two games. You're going back to Milwaukee, saying, "Okay, now the freak's going to come back Sunday. We'll see what can happen." He put up 42 points last night. He was uh, played well on the defensive end. He hit the boards. It's just uh, one guy can't carry a team like this. Especially, I, th- I think one of the biggest differences between these teams is the point guard. And you know, Devin Booker is a really confident, poised shooting guard as well. Guards are going to have to carry you a lot of times in, you know, in March or in the NBA Finals, yep. in the NBA playoffs. The Suns have a four leader that everybody on the team looks to and respects, and he orchestrates the offense. Devin Booker is a perfect number two for Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Look at the Bucks. How fragile are they in the backcourt? And those guys don't know where to look for leadership. They have no idea. And Giannis is still a young player in the league. And, you know, he's not a point guard. And your leader, typically, you want your leader to be your point guard or your scoring guard. And the Bucks just don't have that. And I think that's the biggest problem that uh, they have to overcome. Like you said, they're probably going to have to blow this up and rebuild the team around the freak in the offseason. Bradley Beal would be a perfect guy uh, for the oh. Bucks. He's a guy you can depend on every night. Without hesitation. Yeah. You would make a deal. You I know. don't think you can get Damian Lillard. No, uh, that's that's obviously a... everybody would love to have Lillard. I yeah. mean, that's that guy would be number one on my wish list every day of the week. You're not going to get him, but I think you could get Bradley Beal. But anyway, we're not to get off track. 
Last night it was favorite and over. It slips over because the Suns are efficient offensively. Yep. You go back to Milwaukee. If there's one spot you're going to like the Bucks in this series, I think it's got to be Game Three. It's this, right? And you know, I was getting texts last night saying, oh, "It looks like the Suns maybe in four or maybe five games." I'm just like, and this is the second quarter. My phone's blowing up. People are telling me it's over with. Frustrated Bucks fans. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. right? And so I'm just like, and what they outscored them, I think, by 14 to get in the second quarter. And I just kept telling myself, it's it will it'll be a different story in Game Three at home. The Suns probably won't hit 23s, although they'll have plenty of looks because mm-hmm. again, that's who the Bucks are on defense. But I'm willing to bet that guys like Middleton, I I don't know what to say about Holiday at this point. I mean, I think that he looks shot. I think he looks. I think David Thorpe tweeted last night and said he has zero confidence. Because he came out and he was aggressive and he was trying to assert himself on the offensive end. He just couldn't get anything to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like the energy right away, but you got to hit some shots. And What do we said all week about Chris Middleton? He's a streaky shooter. Once he gets on, it's like, man, give him the ball again. Drop a play. Send him a couple of extra picks, whatever, because let him keep shooting. Last night, it's like you're thinking to yourself, you need to stop shooting. Yeah. No more, because you can't hit the broadside of a barn. But they'll. it's crazy how... This has been the story of the NBA for many, many years. And, you know, guys like Barkley and Shaq, they always talk about this. The others and whoever, like Middleton's going to play better at home. It just, that, that will happen, right? And I'm guessing, I asked you the question 10 minutes ago, who played poorly for the Suns? The answer was nobody. Like one guy will have a stinker for the Suns on the road. Like they're not, it's not going to be perfect basketball for the right. Suns in the next two games. And it could be Chris Paul or Devin Booker. Yeah. It could be, and Booker's been... Awesome in this series. I know a lot of people think, well, Chris Paul's automatically the MVP. Booker's got 31 and 27 uh, points. I, I would, yeah, exactly right. In the first right. two yep. games, so hold off on that. That's definitely a two-horse race right now for the MVP. But uh, I do kind of like the Bucks in the spot in Game Three coming back. I mean, if if you're gonna if you're gonna rally at some point, it's gonna be at home. Like you said, your role players play with more confidence at home, and I'm gonna basically call. It Drew Holiday, a role player, because uh, you have to at this point. I don't even think you can call the Bucks a big three because he's not. <laughs> he doesn't deserve that sort of status. Yeah, I, I kind of look at him as a guy who shows up one out of every three nights. Uh, but those guys, I think they would would probably show up in a game three in Milwaukee. The crowd's going to be off the hook. These guys will play right. with a lot more confidence at home, and I think you'll probably see a different team. And then all of a sudden, we'll have a series again. But. Don't give up on the Bucks yet. I, th- I think they can win a couple games in the series. I just don't think they can win the series. Yeah, I think that's yeah. totally fair. Where, you know, game three, I would expect him to win this. The way Giannis has looked, okay, now I have full confidence in him that he's going to go out there and, you know, put up 30 and 15 in game three. I know I know what you're thinking when he hits a three. It's like fool's gold, right? When he, hits, yep. when he hits one, you're like, oh, no, now he's going to take four more, that's, right? Hitting one is the worst <laughs> thing that can happen to him. Right. It really is. It's almost like the Bucks getting this far, it's the worst thing that could happen because now they're going to keep Budenholzer probably. Although it's not, last night was not his fault. No. Other guys have to step up and make some shots. Middleton's got to make shots. Holiday's got to make shots. A lot of times, you know, we tend to blame or praise the coach a little bit too much. It's a shot maker's league in yep. general, and when your stars are not making shots, it's going to fall apart. Up next, uh, I must admit the home run derby is loaded this year. Excited to watch it and bet on it. Who makes the most sense? We'll talk about the odds coming up. At 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the OddsTrader.com studio at Circuit Resort and Casino, OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up-to-the-second info you need, live in-game odds and stats, in-game tracking tools, that and a lot more at OddsTrader.com. I'm pretty excited about the home run derby. I mean, first of all, it's in Coors. So uh, well, it... I mean, that's a perfect, perfect <laughs> setting for the home run derby, right, at oh. altitude. I wonder if uh, a prop should be up on longest home run hit. Oh, no doubt. You know, and I, put I it. I think it will be. Yeah. You think we'll get one over 500 feet? That's what I was going to say. Will, will there be a 500 foot shot? I, w- I would guess yes. You remember that one at Miller Park many, many years ago? Yeah. The one where Bud Selig, it comes, it's like a tie game, and he's like, I don't know what to do. Right? No, that, that was typical <laughs> Bud Selig re- reaction. Right, right. I think Sammy Sosa hit a couple like 525 or 540 or whatever it was that year. Also, I think in the home run derby, they use juice baseballs. I think so, too, and maybe juice bats, Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, looking at uh, you know current home run leaders here and some of the other numbers that go into it, and by the way, I would, if you've never watched the uh, StatCast, I think is what they call it, I think it's on ESPN2. Oh, man, is it awesome on home run derby night uh, next Tuesday. I think it's Jason Benetti and a couple of other guys on it. That's the broadcast you want to watch because they break down all the exit velocity, launch angle, barrel percentage, that kind of stuff. But um, Otani's in it with 32. And for the guys who are not in it, Tatis and Vlad, I, I have no problem with that. Whatever. You want to sit out, fine. I think this field is awesome. And you make a case for a lot of guys. Uh, certainly Otani, because of the tear that he's on right now, is the favorite at every single book to win it. But um, he's got the highest exit velocity in the field. 
Salvador Perez is actually number two with velocity. Launch angle, Otani, uh, Olsen, Story. Look at that with uh, Soto with the launch angle. Only 5.1% and 11.2% uh, with the barrels. He's hitting a lot of line drives. He's a line drive hitter. Yeah. He is. Uh, I was watching Soto last night uh, in that Nationals-Padres game, which we'll talk about later, man. That was a wild game last <laughs> night. But Soto is man, such a good hitter, but he's more of a line drive hitter. He's not trying to launch yeah. you know, uh, high-arcing bombs like Shohei Otani. Uh, that said, I don't mind his number, by the way. The well, odds on Soto... At nine to one or plus nine twenty-five, mm-hmm. I saw some spots have him around five to one. But if you guys want to put up the odds here, I mean, I think you, you can make a case for. I mean, certainly Otani's going to have a ton of tickets written just because of how popular he is right now. But Joey Gallo in a home run, a healthy Joey Gallo home run derby at Coors Field, mm-hmm. he might he might hit a thousand home runs. That's my pick to win it. Is it? Yeah. I Joey mean, Gallo, by the way, has had, going into last night had ten homers in his last ten games. Yeah. That's not against batting practice pitching. It is not. He's red hot right now. He's oh. from Vegas, by the way, for people who don't know. Played yeah. at Bishop Gorman High School. Joey Gallo is a stud. And, uh, I, you know, Shohei deserves to be the favorite. Guy's got 32 home runs at the All-Star. <laughs> Think about that. 32 <laughs> homers at the All-Star break in about 85 games. Uh, that's remarkable why he's doing. But, again, the home run derby is a different animal altogether. Shohei's never been in a derby over here right. like this. I... And I think there's going to be so much pressure on him, you know, especially you don't realize how much pressure's on him from the Japanese media and just sure. knowing how he knows how many people are watching him. Uh, I, you don't have veterans of home run derby contests in this. That's one thing that's interesting. None of the guys in this are you really think of as uh, veteran competitors in the home run derbies. I think Joey Gallo is probably the best bet. But uh, the one guy I'd love to see win it, his best story, would be uh, Trey Mancini. It'd be a Baltimore great story. At 15-1. to 1. That'd be a great story because of the cancer. Yeah. Come back, bounce back, have him. I mean, for the storyline overall, yeah, Mancini winning this thing would be awesome. Uh, I got to tell you, the, 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 I think Matt Olsen, you can make a case for Matt Olsen to win this. He hits a lot of home runs, and he's got that uh, bat speed where it can just be, you know, he'll, he'll crank him out to right field the whole time. You know, does it? I'll ask you this. I was thinking about it last night. You handicapped us. Do right-handed hitters have a little bit of an advantage because the course field, the left field wall is yeah. lower. It seems like you can hit those line drives to left field, and they sail out. And some of those shots that the left-handed hitters are going to hit, the line drives are going to hit that high wall in right field. So do right-handers have a little bit of an edge? I would actually lean that way. It's funny because I do like a lot of the lefties in this. I mean, I, I, yeah, I know. I, it's hard not to like the left hand It really hitters. is. Yeah. Like I, I, you, I think Soto at plus like $9 and 925 is really good. Uh, your point, I actually like Gallo more than anybody else. But I, I do believe that right-handed theory. So if that's the case, then, I mean, Pete Alonso can't win this thing again? Of course he can. Polar Bear Pete could win it. Huh? Yeah. But I think it's a really good field. And, uh, you know, I kind of tapped out on the home run derby until it became, you could bet on it, you know, how many ever years ago it was, just because it was the same thing over and over and over again every single year. And then it was the Berman with the back, 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 back every time. Like, that one landed in the Continental Divide. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Back, 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 back. Uh, yeah, Berman. Berman was actually okay in the home run derby. I mean, that's a, it's a gimmick event. It is. But, but I like it now. Yeah. Again. I, I think this is going to be cool, basically because it's at Coors Field. Yep. Uh, We'll get into today's card coming up next. Matt had a great read on the Yankees this week. How does he plan on approaching their game today in Houston?
Hey, Del Mar's about to open. Uh, if you are a horse racing fan, First Bet is the place for you. With wagering on races at over 300 tracks and AI-assisted picks, it's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website, all brought to you by ExpressBet. Sign up using the promo code VEGAS100 today and get up to $100 in a match bonus on your first deposit. Visit vsin.com slash horses for details. vsin.com slash horses. Promo code Vegas 100, and it's a, an exciting time for horse players, Mitch, with uh, Delmar and Saratoga about to fire up. How many trips to Delmar do you make every summer? At least at least five. Last summer, oh. I made zero, like everyone oh, yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going on there five times? I try to, at Just least, yeah. Friday through Sunday type of deal? Yeah, I try to hit, that, try to hit uh, four or five weekends at, at Delmar, if possible, and then once football, you know, Delmar's meet. Ends about the time football season starts, right, right around Labor Day weekend. So, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a great place to be. Oh man, what a, what a spot that is! Absolutely. I'll tell you what, uh, had I lost the first five bet on that Nationals Padres game last night, oh. I, I don't know if I'd be on the air with you today. I I, don't, I, I certainly would have taken today off, even thinking about betting baseball. And really, probably, yeah. Oh, I'm glad that didn't happen because I had the same bet and I was going to take the day off. <laughs> both, both these seats would be empty right now. Right? right? right. Yes. They'd have to call Paulie back. <laughs> hey, where is Polly, by the way? Do you guys have any idea? Do you have an update on him, Matt? Can you share him? an update on When's Paul? he going to be back? Yeah, do you have the exact date, please? Can you explain what happened? Because uh, I have no idea. Um, the But um, you're, it's an 8 nothing lead, and you have Max Scherzer. Well, that's the biggest thing about it. You're up 8-0, which, you know, eight runs is not always safe if you have a, if you have a poor pitcher on the other side. You, you should still be safe on the first five eight zero. But right. when you have Max Scherzer, there's no way you're going to lose that bet, right? Yep, no right, way, right? And they were this close to losing uh, it last night. No doubt about it. And it was because of that wild bottom of the fifth. And I, I, I mean, oh man, the Padres games. I've not been to one yet this year, but they they have come across so well on TV with the fans. Oh, it's a, and a, I, an I, electric atmosphere at Petco. Oh, my God. I, I tweeted last night, like, every night looks like a soccer match or a college football game. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a Padres reporter who follows me on Twitter and said, you would have no idea how loud it was in here when they were down 8-1. Eight, eight to one. She said it was an unreal atmosphere when they were trailing 8-1 to one against Scherzer. That was Fernando Tatis who hit the homer to make it, put the Padres yeah, on yeah. the board when they were down 8-0. And that, who knew at that time that I was going to spark a big rally because <laughs> I, I was watching the game. I was... Uh, I think the basketball game was late second half at that point, right? That sounds about I right. I think so. I was flipping back and forth, and I was trying to calculate uh, what I was going to win or lose for the night because I had the Bucks plus seven live, and I said, okay, probably going to lose that, but I've got a winner here on the Nationals' first five. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, you can't even think that. You can't even no. think that because before you know it, it's eight to six, and you're like, oh, boy, what's going on? That, that's how, how could this Max Scherzer <laughs> – Gave up a grand slam to a pitcher, and it was his first career hit. Yes, that guy they just called up. Yeah, to a pitcher as a pinch hitter, and he takes him yard for a grand slam. And been, by the way, an impossible pitch to hit. I know, low, uh, low and inside, and he he hooked it into the right field uh, stands. First career hit for a pitcher who was just called up yesterday. I mean, it's a hell of a story. I thought it was a great story. It was one of the best stories in baseball this year. Yep. That a pitcher, by the way, this guy toiled in the minor leagues for like 10 years. And is a San Diego native. That's right. Right. That's right. I mean, how, how good a story was that? But at the time, you're up 8-0 with Scherzer. You think there's no way you're going to lose that bet. 
I'm not even sure what the live line was on the Padres to win the game oh, over man. nine innings at that point. Yep. Well, they had to be getting 10 to 15 to 1. You don't get the true odds uh, on live betting. But, but, yeah, I mean, it had to have been at, ooh, against Scherzer. Yeah, but he was a dog in the uh, – Yeah, anyway, yeah, go ahead. Could you get 15 to 1? Down 8 nothing. I would hope so. I would I hope, hope so. so. Yeah. I would hope so, but – Anyway, it was eight. It got to eight to seven, and Jake Cronenworth hit a line drive into the left field corner, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna lose this bet." Yep. And uh, the guy made a running catch and saved it, and uh, the Nationals led eight to seven after five. That might have been. We've all had some bad beats in baseball. I don't want to say it would have been the worst, but when you're up eight zero with Scherzer in the first five, yeah. Probably would have been one of the five worst uh, beats I've ever had in baseball betting. Matt, when we do like the end of uh, year review yeah. for the worst beats, like in each sport, that one certainly would have made the list. Wherever it would rank, it could be number Might one have been overall. Number one, yeah. Could have been it's certainly like top three, top five. But that's, I mean, no lead is safe, and betting this stuff is. And I'll give you an example. I just I need to do more first fives, and I like first five betting. But thank goodness I did that one because they actually blew the game and they lost it 9-8 overall. Mm -hmm. I did not bet Royals' first five last night. Had I, it would have been a winner. I bet them full game plus 120. They're cruising along up 3-1 the entire time. Oops, bottom of the eighth, three-run shot. They get one back in the top of the ninth, tied at four apiece. What happens bottom half? Oh, three-run shot, they lose 7-4. That's a loser last night. But it wasn't. that was actually an easy winner in the first five Mm -hmm. and just... I don't know. I'm not going to call that a bad beat or anything because they still had the eighth and the ninth innings to bat in. But betting this sport is uh, rarely do you walk away, uh, you know, at the end of the night saying, "Boy, that was simple. That was an easy night, huh?" No, you're right about that. You don't, you have to sweat out almost every game you bet. It seems like in baseball. But I, I've thought about that too. I, I don't do that enough. I do. I have done it more the last couple of years. But I need to do it even more. Is split the unit where you bet uh-huh. half on the first five and half on the game. Uh, because last night you would have you would have uh, been even. Yes, correct. Basically, you would have been even if you bet uh, the Nationals and the Royals games that way. Um, well, uh, there was one that was sort of easy yesterday, and that was the Mariners. I was going to say, great call by you with the Mariners yesterday. Mariners mm-hmm. beat the Yankees four nothing. How dominant was Logan Gilbert last night? Seven innings, one hit, no walks, struck out eight, retired the final eighteen batters against the Yankees, and that was a no sweat four nothing win uh, for Seattle. Nice job by Logan Gilbert. The The Mariners have now won eight straight starts made by him. Think about that. And I watched a lot of that game yesterday. He looked really, really good. He did. And he was like puzzling the Yankees batters the whole time. We got like a minute here. but So you had that game circled. You also originally had today's game circled for the Yankees to bet against Cole. He's not going, though, today in the game. Right. Are you going to still... The Astros are like a dollar. I want to get the number right here. Dollar uh, forty-five in the game against the Yankees. Are you going to get involved at all, or is this a stay away now that Cole's not going? Uh, I would. I would still look to bet against the Yankees or pass here. Nestor Cortez is going to make the start for the Yankees. He's appeared in eight games with one start. You don't have a lot to to uh, work with with him when you're trying to handicap it here because he's only pitched twenty-one innings this season. But he's a he's a lefty, and I think the Astros are probably going to pound him uh, tonight. And Jake Odorizzi on the on the flip side is uh, I don't know I, I don't want to say a, a fragile favorite, but not exactly in great form yeah. right now. So I don't have the most confidence in him. But I, I would probably look at Astros or pass or Astros run line or maybe over the total. I think Nestor Cortez is probably going to get pounded by the Astros. I can't wait to hear Nigel Seeley's level-headed breakdown of England Italy in Sunday's Euro, Euro finale. We'll get that coming up next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. UFC 264 this Saturday. Bet Rivers is offering 50 bucks in free bets to all new users. Simply deposit $25 and use code 50FREE to get $50 in free bets, which you can use on the fight. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time play through Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. The offer is valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. You must be 21 years old. Matt, I would say that uh, looking back to uh, 48 hours ago, maybe it was a long shot that Nigel Seeley was going to be recovered by right now and he was going to join the show. Well, you probably would have put the odds at about, what, 15 to 1, but I, I would have bet on him because he's a pro. He's a total so pro. I, I knew he would show up. The yeah. exact word I was going to use to describe our, our good mate uh, over in London, Nigel Seeley joins the program now. Hey, hey, lad, how are you today? You holding it? Fresh as a daisy, Mitch. Fresh as a daisy. <laughs> I loved you on, uh, well, you're, you're a very good follow on Twitter, but what you sent out, uh, so you went to the England match, which was super dramatic on Wednesday, and you tweeted a photo of you and uh, the better half at Wimbledon yesterday, and you're like, at 2 o'clock yesterday, this was 1,001. But you made it to Wimbledon as well. Quite the week for you. Yeah, it was. It was a fantastic week. And, and, and at 1,000 to 1, I definitely wouldn't have bet it at one thirty-five <laughs> yesterday. It would have been a bet that uh, I would have told no one to pass. You know, it wouldn't have been a bet. But uh, 
I did it. I think you get, I think you get a bit of a second wind, don't you, when you uh, your adrenaline runs on and you, and you feel top of the world. And it was good. If England had lost, I don't think I would have got out of bed. I think I'd have been disappointed <laughs> and up. But uh, yeah, lovely day, women. A, a fantastic week, and you know, a lot of people have been saying to me, "Well, you know, you, you've been going, you're going here, you're going everywhere." I don't do this every week. I don't do this every month. I don't do this every year. We've been in lockdown for eighteen months. I haven't come out this. I haven't come out this room for eighteen months. We're not allowed to travel anywhere in the world on holiday. So I thought, you know what, we're we're going to go and watch some sport when we're allowed out, and you know, that, that, and that's what I've, that's what I've done this month. Sure, absolutely. You got to you got to do it while you can. So. Uh, you know, looking back at that match, I will say this: I thought Denmark, you know, going into the extra, you know, thirty minutes, I thought they looked completely gassed. Meanwhile, Nigel, the conditioning for England, I thought, was just spectacular. Guys were still making huge runs. They were up and down the pitch the entire time. It looked like they, you know, had like a hundred percent lung capacity the entire match. I'm like, how do they have this much stamina? Uh, does that do you, does that benefit them against Italy? Do you think the way that they play defensively, you know, and they're, they're more of a counterattack team? I think England are a young team, so obviously they're like, the, the average age of their squad is a lot younger than most of the teams in the competition, so you would expect them to be a little bit more fitter. Also, they've had an easier route. They rested a lot of players who were 4-0 up against the Ukraine, and a lot of those players come off after 60 minutes, whereas the Danes had to play a long, exhausting game, and the same players have been used game in and game out. So England would probably be, and they had the adrenaline of the crowd as well, which was a, which was a huge factor. Um, I think this game is a very, very different game. I mean, the Italians have obviously come through another emotional game in extra time and penalties against Spain. They've had arguably a tougher test. Uh, and as long as the occasion doesn't get to England, which I think is a big, big question mark. I mean, these young players who are realising they're playing in the, in the tournament, they have, a, they have a shot. They have a shot. They're the favourites. And rightly so, I think they're the favourites. Not because of anything on the football pitch. I think on the two football teams, I would edge that the Italians probably on a neutral ground, probably would be favourites to beat England, or maybe even just a 50-50 split. Mm. But I think with the Wembley factor and the home support behind them, the majority, you know, huge home support behind them, you would think that England, and they are uh, justifiable favourites to win this game. It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be a very, very interesting game. I don't think it's going to be a classic by any stretch of the imagination, because England games in this tournament haven't been classics. They, I, The only time England have played really well in this tournament was when they went behind against Denmark. It was as though, right, okay, we can throw off the shackles and we can attack and try to get a goal. And they got one within 10 minutes, I think, of, scoring, of conceding the goal. So um, I think they're going to be very pragmatic. I think the fear of losing for both sides is more important than the, the hope of winning. So um, I don't think it's going to be a classic by any stretch of the imagination, Mitch, at all. So how are you betting the match? And uh, how would you recommend... For us to sit here and uh, you know fire up the app and, and look at it with the the three way obviously in the ninety minutes. Well, it's very difficult to find an angle on the match because I think the prices are at the odds are absolutely spot on. I mean, England they're around about over here they're plus one sixty two to win in ninety minutes. Yeah, the Italians are two to one, and the draw here is the one that's getting money. Um, the draw in a, a Premier League football match or a Champions League football match is usually around about plus two twenty five, two thirty, something like that. This game is the draw is going to start off around about one eighty five plus one eighty five, which is very very low for a draw. And when you consider everything, you know you can see why it's you know it's not going to be an extravagant game. If we get an early goal, obviously that changes the whole the whole content of the game. But you know going into the match, you can see why the money is for the for the for the draw. 
the bet that I liked, I mean, the odds have changed a little bit, but the bet I did like on the props was the the, the game to be drawing at, at half-time, at 45-minute mark, the dread to be drawing. That was evens um, with a couple of books over here. It's now been bet into minus 110. I think that's probably the best way to play because I just don't see anything really happening. No one's taking a chance. It'll be a boxing match. First six rounds, people just taking it tight and they're open up with 20 minutes to go in the last ranges, latter rounds of a heavyweight title fight. Um, so I think it's going to be very cagey, very cautious, very, very, very close. Um, I'm very, very, very inclined to look at no goal scorer in the game. Um, Nil-nil is six to one over here. But I always tell everyone and urge people to bet no goal scorer because if there's an own goal and it's no goal scorer, so there's one goal and it's an own goal. You know, we saw that Denmark scored an own goal against England. If it's an own goal, it's, it's void. And if it's 1-0, you still collect on the no goal scorer. So technically, for betting purposes, there won't be a, a goal scorer in the match because they don't count own goals. And there's been a hell of a lot of um, own goals in this tournament. So I think the under is the, definitely the wise move. No goal scorer, 6-1. to one. Um, but I think the game is a 50-50 match. And I my, my my thoughts, I mean, my my heart is obviously wanting England to win. My head is telling me, you know, this is this is a difficult tie. But I think we start the match off a level playing field. And I think after 120 minutes of football, we may be at a level playing field and go into a penalty shootout. It's mm. a question of who holds the nerve. I think it's that, that close. I think it really, really is. And I think... The, you know, the, the, the pressure on the English players and the, the huge um, expectancy in this country now to win it, it is phenomenal. And I think for Italy, for a side that um, didn't qualify for the last World Club, Cup and coming here with a 33-game unbeaten run, they want to maintain that as well. Um, and, and they're the masters of defending Italy. The masters of defending. They've got the best goalkeeper in the tournament as well. So I think it's going to be edgy, steep, nervy. But I don't think it's going to be a classic. Very, very low scoring. Nigel, I know that uh, England fans are not going to make any apologies for the way the game ended. How do you feel about the penalty and the way England's victory over Denmark ended? And if this game does go to uh, a shootout and penalty kicks, who do you think has the edge between England and uh, Italy? Well, um, I, I don't have any sympathy for um, for, for anybody in a, in, a, in a VAR decision. I mean, I've bet all this season, and there's a lot of ones that have gone for me, and a lot of ones have gone against me. And if you look at history uh, with the English football team, you know they, they've had a lot of things go against them. They've goals, sending offs that shouldn't have happened over the years. So it's maybe a little bit of karma that's, that's come back for England. So I think over a period of season or a period over years, they level themselves out. If it goes against us, it goes against us. We dust off and we move on. So um, I have no sympathy for the penalty. Yeah, that's the job of the VAR referee to decide that. Um, with regards to the penalty shootout, it's, it's impossible to say. It's impossible to say. England's record in penalty shootouts is, is abysmal. But um, these young kids are on a different level to what we had before. That, you know, But judging by the penalty that Harry Kane took in regular time against Denmark, if that's what he's going to take in the penalty in the final, then you've got to, fa you've got to fancy the Italian because it was a poor penalty and he was uh -huh. lucky to yep. score. But um, I think if it goes to penalties, it's a genuinely minus 110 up to you. You, you, you. It's a toy cost. You know, there's no there's no advantage whatsoever. I think the pressure from the home fans in England will be a pressure and a hindrance. Mm -hmm. And I think for the Italians, it will be, um, you know, I, I think this is a side that um, thrive on pressure. Um, I think the manager, I think the tactical battle between the two managers, I think the Italian have the advantage. 
think Gareth Southgate's a brilliant manager for England, but tactically, I, I question him compared to the Italians. But uh, I, I just hope for everyone's sake, especially mine, because I want to get the last train home. I want to get, I want to get home on Sunday night. I want to get the last train back home. And I think if he goes to extra time penalties, I'm not going to be able to get the last train home. So it's been a bit of a disaster for me. But um, I'm just hoping that we, I, what I'm saying, it doesn't go to penalties. But uh, I think I might have a bet just to have an emotional hedge on that scenario happening. Gotcha. So scoreless first half you like, potentially uh, a game here, a match with a uh, nil-nil detector, and you like the under. Uh, we have like 90 seconds left here. Two things. What time do you start drinking on Sunday? And uh, are you passing today on Wimbledon? I'm not, look, I'm, I'm, not going to, I'm not having a bet on Wimbledon today. I think the games are very tricky. I okay. think they're very hard. On Sunday, well, I would usually start at around about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. But because my friend, uh, who I got to 200 followers, has said that uh, he's buying the beers, we're meeting at half seven in the morning. So uh, he, he's 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 in the pay. He's paying all day. All right, lad. Good luck. I, 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 you're probably not going to be able to sleep on Saturday night, huh? Uh, I'm sure I'll find a couple of hours from somewhere, Mitch. I'm sure I'll be a, a nervous adrenaline. It's like yeah. Christmas Eve. Like Christmas Eve, being 10 years old again in Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good luck to your club on Sunday, pal. <clears throat> Take care. Well, have a good weekend. Yeah, be good. Follow him on Twitter. He's at Sealy underscore Nigel. Uh, having a good week. Having fun. And he's home early. Uh, we were surprised. We, we were talking to him during the break. Yep. And I asked him what time last call is at the bars, at the pubs. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, what did he say, 11 or 11.30 p.m.? Yep. I didn't know it was that early. And I think they expanded it for the finale on Sunday until like 11.30. And people are going crazy. <laughs> And I said, wait a second here. This is during the break. I said, Nigel, is this during normal times? He goes, yeah, we shut it down early. That's why we start at 10 o'clock in the morning. It's a different world from Vegas, right? Oh, God. Can you imagine? How many times since you lived here have you gone out at midnight? Countless. Yeah. How many times have I gone out at 2 o'clock in the morning? Sure. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, We will discuss updated series prices on the NBA Finals and the Game 3 number next. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.